Wellnesspreneurs, are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? It's time to pull up a seat and align your third eye on the prize. Each week, we will have conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take you from A to B. My name is Jessica Cross, and I am so excited to link arms with you and get started. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm really excited to share a conversation that I had with Joy Rieson-Y'all recently. Uh, she is an inner healing and confidence coach. She helps women rediscover who they are and grow in their confidence, self-love, and walk in freedom. She knows what it's like to have a critical voice inside your head that is so loud and keeps you from being for yourself. I know that you're going to love this episode. Let's take a listen. Hey, Joy, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Thank you for being here. I've been looking forward to this. Me too. I've been looking forward to this literally all week. So <laughs> yay, 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 yay. Well, um, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you for the time that you're sharing with not only me with, but with the people that are listening today, because I know it's going to be so valuable and, uh, you know, your energy is amazing and you're so vibatious and I just, I just love you. I just knew we were going to be friends. So thanks for saying yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, of course. Honestly, with like, even what we're talking about today, I'm like, if this can be a blessing for even one person, like I will be super grateful. So yeah, I'm excited. Yes. Well, if, if minimum me. So thank yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> me too, right? So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I was hoping we could just, you know, kind of start at the beginning, like tell, tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah. Um, so I... I am Nigerian, Nigerian American. My parents are from Nigeria. Um, so I grew up in a Nigerian Christian um, household, was a middle child as well. So there was just like a lot of factors in for me to be how I am today. Um, and my family like really valued education and like our faith. Like those are the two things, like everything else is underneath these two things. So I feel like I was really like born into a family of like a lot of structure in a lot of like, if you do this, like this is not like, this is very easily good. This is very easily bad. Like there wasn't really a black and white, like a, in between, I mean. Um, so I remember growing up and just like, if I got a B, it was like reprimanded, like you need to get an A. If I did anything at all, that was just like not seen as good for my parents. I was like very easily like reprimanded or just being like, stop doing that or just like a lot of anger and frustration and just like okay like I found out very easily like this is this is what I'm supposed to be doing this is what I'm not supposed to be doing um and on top of that reputation is a huge part of like the Nigerian culture so like what you do in front of people is like very highly valued it doesn't matter like maybe the things that you think are good if it's not seen as good to like Nigerian culture education a high profile whatever it's not worth it um so I just remember like um whenever I would receive an A or if I would do something that like my parents would like they would be like praising me and smiling and being like like wow you're good job you're great awesome like singing all my praises and I'm like okay like let's just set this out and then obviously when I didn't do something that wasn't good um like it was just a complete opposite and um if, if anyone's like from like somebody who's maybe not 
like people who are not from America, there's just like a, a different structure and culture and rules and all regulations that you have to follow. Um, and I did not like my parents feeling upset. I felt I put the blame on me all the time. Like if they were upset with anything, it was my fault. Um, I actually remember when I was in first grade, I don't know why the story came up, but I guess it's important. Um, I was in first grade and I was raising my hand to go to the bathroom because I really needed to go. The teacher ignored me, whatever. I ended up peeing in my pants. I'm in first grade. So it's like, I'm young, let's move on. Um, but I remember coming home and like my parents were just like super like, embarrassed and just like very much just like, I can remember when my dad came home, he just was like, he just like looked at me with so much shame. And I was just like, I'm like, I didn't realize this was like that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it, you know? Um, and I, I really just took on the fact of like, it doesn't matter if you meant to do it or not. If you do something bad, like that's like, that's it. You have to like be perfect. And so I really strive to be perfect all of the time for my family. Um, when it came, like I'm sure grades, when it came to my faith, but it came to literally anything, like I was gonna be the best perfect child, the best perfect daughter. So they wouldn't have any need for one to be upset or to shame me or make me feel like I'm a bad person. Like I wanted to be good in their eyes. Um, and I mean, that definitely translated to like every area of my life. It wasn't just like particular for my family. Um, and so when it came to friendships, when it came to, as I got older relationships, um, my teachers, all these things, like I wanted to be like the perfect good girl um, that people would be like proud of and um, would praise. And I would just like, I, I, I was really drum driven by those emotions of like being really good and people like be like, oh, good job. And it's like, that's the best feeling. Like, let me just like go ahead and continue doing that. Um, and yeah, that really was my story for a super long time, even to the sense of like subconsciously, like picking, going farther, even maybe even my career, because I felt like that was going to be validated for my family and like going to grad school and my parents could had something to brag about, you know, to their family. And I'm very close to my parents, but it was just, I saw them as like, if I, I'm only worthy of your love, if I'm doing good. I'm only worthy of people's love if I'm perfect. Um, and that obviously is a horrible way to have to live life because you're constantly looking for validation from other people. Um, and yeah, that was a lot of my life for a very long time. Yeah, I um, can resonate so much. Like I, as you were telling your story, some things were even coming up for me as, you know, being a kid and, and, and really just desperately seeking that like good girl, like pat on the back and that, you know, that worthiness that those feelings provide. And it's so much to carry yeah. as a child. And then also as a human exactly. to, to feel that I can only imagine like your little first grade self like how much that must have hurt and it, how that informed as you said your your choices in education the relationships that you picked and everything kind of spins from from that that little that little six or seven year old kiddo um and that experience like that thank you for sharing yeah. that it's it's a lot yeah of course and I I feel like that um yeah, I agree. I feel like a lot of people, specifically women, like feel 
like as society we have to be these like not too loud but like not too quiet like perfectly mellowed going with the flow doing whatever anybody wants just to get like just to get by um and it will kill your soul period um and you lose truly who you are and you don't know you don't know who you are because you never had the ability to maybe think about like what do i actually like what is my wants and my needs and my desires because um, you're constantly looking for what does everybody else want me to be what is what do you need me to do i'm you're constantly adapting to new situations and um like reading the room i even for me like i would read the room whenever i'd come into a room and be like okay what does what do people need me to be in this moment do they need me to be loud do they need me to be like quieter and smart like what do you what do you need from me and it's yeah. like constantly having to be like oh this this is too much got it okay let me level it down a little bit okay you, you know like you are constantly over have overthinking all the time because you're like running into the fact of like oh this is how i'm feeling but you can't that doesn't matter this is what people want and that's ah oh, it's exhausting oh, it is it is thinking about you know reading the room and you know maybe you misread and or that person that you're reacting to is actually in a completely different space and they're not reading you at all they're just mm. ha like being a human they're having a bad day or you know whatever and you're like is it me is it something yeah. that i did and then you mm -hmm. internalize and overanalyze mm. forever like you said it's exhausting yes it really is it's ugh, that yeah that really is just like why I'm super, super passionate about like helping, helping people, but women, because I am a woman, and I know what it feels like um, just to no longer have to over, like really care what other people think. I know it's easier said than done. Like, let's be honest. It's, it's, it's a process, but in reality, like I want to help women really just know fully who they are like be rooted in their identity in their confidence enough to be like nothing isn't like you're unwavered you know like mm -hmm. just being able to if it's not what i want to do then i'm going to say no if this is the direction i want to do even if it's super unpopular i'm going to go with what my heart wants you know and it's just like a it's so much freedom to be able to show up and be like i am showing up fully as myself and i'm not dictated by whatever is in the room at this moment and it, it's so empowering and it's so uh it's like it really is a breath of fresh air it is it, i i can you can just feel the difference too like when you're like i can feel it from you when you're speaking about being in one place versus the other and just that empowerment like your your heart lifts and like your chin lifts a little bit and you're like no i don't want that yeah yes, I want this. And those are, those are those, you know, you're aligning to what your truth is instead of adjusting to whatever everybody else is wanting in the room or in your family or whatever that is. And like you said, it's a forever process. I think yes. at least it is for me. Like I'm constantly <laughs> undoing, you know, all of that, those first inclinations and you're, it's almost like you step into it, into that people pleasing. They're like, oh, wait, hang on. Mm let's do that again. <laughs> right. Let me, let me come from my true self. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, it's, it's so good. Um, so I, I'm really sensing how much your experience and all of this unlearning that you've done and relearning has informed your coaching business and, you know, what you're bringing into the world. So tell me a little bit more about that. 
Yeah. Um, and even to all like ending my story, cause I guess I realized I didn't really finish it, but um, I, so I went to grad school for marriage family therapy. Um, like I decided to go to after, I just decided to get a master's degree. I'm like, I felt like that was what I wanted to do. Um, and so I graduated from that like two years ago, last June. And I was like, great, let me take the test. Let me, like, I'm on the process of getting licensed for marriage um, family therapy. And I took the test, which took hours to study for. So kind of regret not doing that, doing that, but it's fine. Um, and um, I went to go ahead and it's a process to get licensed. You have to get a supervisor and it started accruing hours. So I was in the meeting of getting um, supervision with, uh, with the lady who threw my job. And during the meeting, I just felt like I was like, something just goes off. I don't know why. I don't know like what's going on. And even the day before I was talking to my husband about it. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like this isn't what I want to be doing, but I don't know what's going on. Cause this is what I've been, I dedicated my life to, I, you know, and money and resources and all the stuff to this degree. Um, and after the meeting, she was like, yes, it's a good fit. I feel like we'll be good. And I'm like, I wasn't even like, 20% of who I actually am. So if you feel like we're a good fit, I'm not even fully who I am, like that said a lot to me. Um, and so I ended the meeting, I left, I just like took a break and went to my car. I just like broke down and I was just, I felt like I was at a crossroads and I really felt like my heart was saying to me, like, if you continue down this path, a piece of us is going to die. And I would, that was just the biggest wake up call for me. Cause I'm like, okay, let me, like my heart is to me, one of the most precious things I have. And if I'm like gonna move and do something that is going against like really the values that my heart has, like that is not gonna work. Um, so I really just started like, took a step back and reevaluated and figured out like, what is it that I wanna be doing? Like, what is something that will actually bring me joy and light me up and me being lit up actually helps other people be more lit up because I'm actually fully involved in this process. So, um, I looked into coaching and I had all of my mindsets on like, is coaching something I'd be good at all the stuff, but it's actually very similar to therapy, but I'm able to do maybe more um, action oriented, goal oriented things, which is really awesome and still deep work that I'm like super passionate about. Um, and so I started um, a coaching business, which has been starting a business is a lot of emotions, as you know, um, and I'm like all of my self-doubt and all of the thoughts of like my people pleasing and all the root things that I believe in myself of just like was coming forth of like, what are people going to think? You were in master's degree and suddenly you're doing coaching. What are your, what are your peers are going to feel like? All, it was like so much resistance of just like, what do I want? And what is everyone else going to think? Um, and I remember I called my dad and told him, and he's like, you can do what you want. I never, I, I never told you, you had to like do, like even go to grad school. Like I want you to do whatever makes you happy. And I like needed, I don't, I don't need it, but I like, I needed to hear it, you know, um, to be like, oh, wow. I, I, just permission for myself to actually go after whatever I want to do. It doesn't matter what anyone else, especially my family says. Um, so I have been, um, starting this like coaching business and really helping women like with people pleasing with mindsets with any aspect at all that hinders them from being fully who they are that is like what I'm tackling and it's a lot of um 
with therapy, I learned a lot of different skills, which, you know, I'm thankful for, I learned something there, which is great. Um, and it's a lot of like, we really dive in deep, hit in like a lot of inner healing work. And just like from that, what steps we need to take in order to be who you fully are, be your true self and walking in all situations and like full confidence and identity and um, yeah, self-love. So it's been, it's been really exciting because I feel like I'm for the first time, like operating in all of my true full giftings and it's just like lighting me up and it's awesome and it's fun and um, seeing people get breakthrough is just like the biggest joy for me. So, yeah. I just love listening to you talk about it because the exuberance and the passion is coming through. Like it's so clear to me, this is what you were supposed to be doing. Mm. And that you also had to have all those experiences from you know being small all the way up through grad school in order to have this be like you, like step into this space as you are right now. Mm. So you can offer this, it's so incredible. Mm. Thank you. I love that you are able to see that because I feel it, but when people are saying they see it, I'm like, yes, like that, you just know you're actually in like, your right vibration when people are able to see it too. So I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 I, I can, I can just see, I can see it happening. It's, it's all happening for you and you are empowering other people with your story who have gone down a path that they thought it's like, Oh, you know, I think this is what I want. I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to devote my life to a certain thing and, and, de- and devote their finances as well yeah. to, you know, getting, getting your, master's degree, your certifications, all of those, like, and not to mention time, like tons and tons of time. It's like, we think about these sunk costs almost. It's like, well, you know, kudos to you because some people will look at that, their sunk cost and time and say, well, I'm too far. I'm in too far. I can't, I can't pivot. Mm. And how sad that that is it's it's uh it's so empowering to see you know someone just like you step into that and you know like you said you're like I don't need my dad's approval but it felt it was just kind of that little like extra little nudge that you're like I am on the right path yeah yeah this is it oh for sure it yeah just even I don't know just even thinking about that and just I feel like so many of us just, we can easily, we waste so much time thinking and pondering and caring about what other people think that we just stay stuck. We don't actually move. We don't take a step because we're overthinking about what this next step could potentially bring and what other opinions and thoughts and criticisms and all this stuff. And in reality, that might happen. You know what I mean? Like, the higher we go and the more that we're really walking in what we're supposed to do, there's going to, there is going to be resistance because like, I mean, I believe I'm, I'm a faith person. So I, I call the devil, you can call it whatever you want, but like there's, there's forces that are trying to keep you from doing what you want to be doing. Um, but at the end of the day, it's really looking inside yourself and it's being like, am I fully coming alive? And am I fully coming alive and enjoying the season? Am I, am I, being who I am fully called to, called to be? Am I actually my full authentic self in this, in this situation, in this job, in this, in this relationship and whatever? Um, Cause in like, in reality, like I think a lot of our hearts are probably talking to us of just like, 
if we keep we keep in this relationship if we keep in this job if we keep in this career path like a piece of us is going to die and that's like a sacrifice that we shouldn't be willing to make yeah i just got a little bit of chill as you were saying that the the whole concept and just those words like a piece of us is going to die like that message that you had when you sat in your car after the meeting with your supervisor like i I can so relate to that feeling and I bet many of us can too that are listening to where it's just this little even if it's very quiet and small in the background it's like please pay attention to me right now it's important Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's almost a it's a fork in the road almost so to speak it's like will you listen or will you continue to go down the path Mm. Mm. big stuff (laughs) (laughs) it is is. and so so important too I think these these are conversations sometimes we we don't want to have it's it's easy just to you know check the boxes on the to-do list and to to be good like I'll be good and you know do what people expect and Mm -hmm. you know 10 years go by and you start looking around what's going on. So, you know, that's, that's something I want. And I'm, I'm hoping to get some tips myself too. Like I'm, I'm hoping today that you have some ideas or maybe tips for us to let go of those people pleasing tendencies. Like, do you have like a, a couple of tips or things that you can share with us today? Yeah, of course. Um, I know for me, it was definitely different in different seasons, but um, something that I have been doing for one, I, I think if, if you don't have a journal, please everybody have a journal because it's, yes. it'll really change your life and keep you accountable in so many different areas. Um, but I needed to actually, for one, like write down what I actually wanted. And that's the thing. I think a lot of people, when you're so consumed with like what everyone else wants, you may not know. And that that's like rediscovering who you are. And it's a rediscovering of my likes and my wants and my desires and my, my loves and all these things. Um, but even like a really good, like tip that's helpful. If when you're in this process of like rediscovering like your own heart and your journey, um, it's like writing, like, for example, like these are the like 10 things, 20 things, whatever, write down as much as you can. Like, these are the things that's like a hundred percent. Yes. I, like, I, I, if somebody were to ask me, like, I a hundred percent love this. I, know why I love this. This makes me feel really good. I love sunrises and sunsets because it makes me feel really good. And when I see them, it just, I feel so peaceful. Like, for example, like something like I love the waves in the water, but I love hearing it and smelling it and just seeing so much like serenity in the waves, you know, um, whatever it is, just like writing a list of like, these are like a hundred percent yeses. And then what are the hundred percent no's? These, I, I, I don't know. I hate coconuts. It's like a very small example. I think it's disgusting. <laughs> it's not good. Um, I really don't like, um, I don't like being catcalled on the subway. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, those are like things that are just like, I do not like this. I know how it feels when I, when this happens, I know how it feels when I see these things. I don't like that. And then, um, the mate, like really the maybes are, I think a lot of the times when, for example, we're, um, at work and our boss says like, Hey, do you mind me putting on 20 things on your plate right now? And you're kind of like, yeah, I would love that, but you don't want to say yes. Like that's the, the point where we're, we're not really strong on, but like, what are we, what are we feeling at the point? We just feel the anxiety of like, if I can't, if I say no, then they're gonna, I might get fired. I might 
They might not trust me with more things, like all the, the lies that we're believing. And then that's, we respond to the anxiety rather than like your own value of what you actually want, what actually you actually desire. Um, so when you make that list, you, it kind of gives you um, a level of like, this is how I feel when I'm like, I'm saying a, a yes, or I absolutely love this, or it's like a hundred percent for sure. And this is how I feel when it's like an absolute no. And if you, when you're in tune with these feelings of how it feels for your, in your body and like your own mind, it's, it's, it can, it's like a step on how to help you with those factors of like, when your boss is trying to give you these things, it's like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the same thing I feel when I'm, I'm listing these categories of a no. So it's like, honestly, I'm going to say no because whatever. And I know that's, that's a process of being able to like learn the power in your no and actually choosing that, even if it makes you feel even though those thoughts in your heads and those fears in your heads is if I say no, then they're going to break up with me. If I say no, then they're going to, they're going to leave me the abandonment, the fear of abandonment, the fear of not being enough. There's so many fears that dictate our no's. I'm sorry, our yeses or our um, anxiety of like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. I'll, I'll, I was sleeping, but it's fine. I can get up and go ahead and go to the store, even though I didn't want to do that. Um, and so one, I, those are the really the biggest steps I would say in the sense of knowing where you fall with things that maybe are like really easy to say yes, things are really easy to say no, and then feel in your body what it feels like when you discuss those things. Like, oh, I really feel like relief when I'm speaking about something I really love, or I'm really feeling like joy or excitement or feeling whatever you're feeling. And then for the nose, like I'm feeling disgust, I'm feeling anger, I'm feeling all these feelings. Because if you are continuing to say Yes, when you were really mean to say no, that builds resentment, that builds bitterness, that builds all these feelings in you. And it's just like, if you would have allowed yourself to actually say what you truly felt, that would never happen. But we have so many people who are being the good girls, being saying yes, doing all this stuff. And then we have, they're, we're full of bitterness and um, dead dreams and like all of these things in our heart of just like stifled feelings because we don't allow ourselves to actually feel what we're feeling. Um, so yeah, that was a lot, but like, there's, there's so much with that alone of just like, um, knowing why you're saying yes or so, or knowing why you're saying no, like, if you know the value in, the, in that for yourself, that allows you to say it with maybe more ease or more confidence of like, no, it's a no, because I'm saying, I'm saying no to you, but I'm saying yes to being home with my children. I'm saying no to you, but I'm saying yes to I don't chill with myself because I don't want to go out. You know what I mean? Like you have the power yeah. to say whatever you want and there's no justifying it. You don't have to, you know? So that, that's so actionable too. just like getting your journal and writing out the really easy yeses and the really easy no's. Like you said, the sound and the smell and the feel of the waves you love and then you hate coconut. Like you, you're like clear, like it's black and white, you know, very clear on like what, and then you can kind of start working through those gray areas, like why you're saying yes to the working until 9 p.m. because your boss asked you and why you're, you know, why you're saying no. But when you say no to some things, you're actually saying yes to yourself or your kids, right. like getting kind of going through that process to get clear is, is so actionable and really approachable. I love that tip. Yeah, yeah it's. I even did it with um, like 
I was um, in the process of, well, now my husband now, but before, it was like, even before we were dating, I realized that I was constantly staying like, I didn't even know what I liked. Like, I was like, what do I actually want in a future partner? Like, what do I actually want, like, for a date? Like, what are, what are like, my, um, like, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Not even red flags. Like my, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but pretty much like what are things where I'm just like, nope, I'm like, I'm, this would be absolute no or whatever. Um, and so I just was like writing down all these things of like, okay, like this is, this is what I value. And I, this is like the things that I would want to see for any future spouse. And like, this is what I hope they'd want to see for me too. Um, so when we were starting a relationship, it was just like, I already knew what I wanted. And I was walking in this relationship with full confidence of like, okay, like I know what I want. And so in reality, if, if I feel any of these are not met, because I, I was in relationships where they were completely not met, but I said yes anyway, because I felt like this is all I had. And if I stay, if I didn't have this relationship, then there's a, that's a whole nother story and a whole different topic, really. Um, but like, I, I said yes to maybe a lot more things that I would have for sure said no, but I felt like I had to, because I didn't want to be left. And I took all the fear of abandonment and the fear of all this stuff. Um, and so, Anyway, when you're, when you're actually confident in your values, confident in your yeses, confidence in your nose, you can go into any situation and be just like, oh, someone didn't meet that. No, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Or no, I'm, I know why I'm saying these yeses. I know why I'm saying these nos, and that's it. And so it allows you to like walk in situations with a lot more grace and confidence and just like, sorry, these are my deal breakers and this is what I, this is what I wanna be doing, so. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost taking it off yourself and off the other person or the situation. It's like, I've already negotiated these. Mm-hmm. These are my deal breakers. And right. this doesn't meet it. So sorry. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Right. Right. Those boundaries are so important too. Is, um, you know, I used to think that boundaries were cruel in a way. Which sounds silly, but it's just like, well, if I'm, you know, putting the fence up, then that person doesn't get what they need. Or, um, you know, I'm not good. I'm not a good person. Uh, but like, I feel like boundaries are actually so much more kind because yeah, yeah you show people where the door is. It's like, mm-hmm. this is how, how we can be in relationship with one another, be, you know, be it a colleague or, you know, your partner, um, this is how I move through life. And then it's not where you, you know, you've given and given and given and you get frustrated and resentful. And then suddenly suddenly you lash out and the person's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It it saves you all of that like strife. Not that it's easy to do, but. (laughs) It's not. And that even just with boundaries, I, I think that's something where if you like, I, I feel like it can feel like it's like, oh, it's so mean to say no, because they're just asking and you put yourself in the other person's shoes because you just want to be kind. You just want like, you're thinking about that person so much, which I think is so beautiful. Um, but we're thinking about every single person except for ourselves. And with the same like tenacity and the same like empathy and compassion that we have for other people, we usually have very little to zero to or for ourselves. And you are the most important person that you like if you're not doing okay no one else is going to be doing okay you can't give from an empty cup um and that's something i had to switch for myself too like oh if i'm saying no they're gonna oh i'm so sorry and like i'm sorry i'm saying no but i have to or i'll just say yes because whatever um but then it's like 
flip it the, the way, same way that you're seeing that person of just like oh i'm so sorry like say that for yourself like you what are you feeling like what are you wanting the boundary is really for you and you're you have to know that you are worthy of like taking care of taking care of yourself and you have worth and value and i think a lot of the times we don't see that for ourselves because i i think people the people who have the biggest maybe problem with people pleasing hence like me i mean i had like for sure i was dealing with that like that I, I saw, I didn't see myself as like valuable or even like worthy. I didn't have that much worth of value for myself. And so it was just easy to take care of everybody else. Cause I felt maybe that was like where my value and worth are coming from. Of like, I'm helping you. I'm, I'm known as a good friend. Great. I got, that's, that's my identity and that's my value and that's good. And if I'm, I see myself as good. And if I say no to somebody, then therefore I'm bad. And that, that means I'm a bad friend. And then like, there's a whole identity crisis of the way that we view ourselves. Um, so if you have, if you have a difficult time with boundaries, I think it's a good question to see like, what, how do I view myself? How are, how, like, what do I see? Do I see myself as valuable or worthy? Um, cause it's very likely that you may not see yourself as that way, like, or see that you're as important as other people. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so good. That is so good. And I love how you said, almost flip it when you're saying yes to something maybe that you don't really want to do you're actually like not saying yes to yourself like you're you don't see the value enough in yourself to honor what you actually want yeah because you'd rather just be known as good and it, it's not I, I feel like that is so um <laughs> it's subtle like I don't think anyone's like I just want to be known as a good person like I don't think anyone like really thinks or says that maybe they do but it's so subtle. It's just yeah. these like patterns that we've built over and over and it becomes like a knee jerk reaction almost. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <sighs> <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. So this can be in anything by the way, but I'm curious to know if you have any time saving tips or something that would if you could go back in time and tell yourself um, that would have saved you a ton of headaches uh, be it being in your your education background in building your business or even you know just being in relationship with people like something that would help folks that are listening today yeah hmm. I, I, I guess is what keeps coming up. So I want to, I will just keep saying it, but um, I wish that I would have believed that I was, um, like I was enough. And I feel like that was, and that's still like my go-to insecurity for sure. And that's something like I'm, I'm maybe better at like moving past that thought now, but it's still something where I'm like, the more resistance, the more I'm going towards something, and the more resistance happens. Um, but that I am enough, that I'm like worthy enough, that I am valuable enough, that I am good enough for me to, to, um, to, to for me in, in these situations. I feel like that was really just like my, the core lie that I believed. I'm like, you're not enough. So therefore you have to be perfect. You're not enough. So therefore you have to be like, giving of yourself all the time because that's where your worth is coming from. That's where your value is coming from. That's where everything is coming from. Um, and yeah, just for the people who are listening on here, like 
if that is at all like a struggle or something that you're dealing with, like that is like, for one, you're not alone because I think a lot of people deal with that in whatever way that looks like for them. Um, but that that thought can actually be changed. And that, that thought actually doesn't have to be your truth. Um, Cause we, it's so easy to live life from reaction instead of actually from like a response, which has like response is more control. Reaction is just like, uh, there's no control. Like I have to say, yes, I have to, I have to, I don't, I don't, I can't have boundaries. I can't do whatever. Like, it's like, you're saying these, like, I can't, I, like, I have to, and these are not words that we need to like continue our vocabulary on honesty, because that gives the control of the situation instead of giving control back to yourself. Um, and like, I, I wish I would have known that I, what I like want is actually important. <laughs> and I think that's super easy to get lost in that of just like, oh, it's whatever my parents want or, oh, it's whatever everybody else wants for me, except for what I want for myself. Um, yeah, that's like, that's what's, it's coming, it's hitting my heart a lot right now. So I feel like I'm hoping whoever's listening to this is like, this is resonating because I just feel like that is, um, you don't have to stay in this job. You don't have to stay in this relationship. You don't have to stay in all these things that you feel like you're not fully thriving in. Like this doesn't have to be your story moving forward. Um, and so I just want to like give you that encouragement and also just like that empowerment of just like, there is more for you if you're willing to go after that. And there is more for the things that you have on your heart if you're willing to like open the door and just be like okay I'm ready to actually like choose myself you know choosing yourself is so valuable and so important um I don't think we're really as women really told that that's as valuable as it is we're told to take care of everybody else except for ourselves and so <sighs> I yeah. needed to hear that that's <laughs> that really I mean that's that's I it's so relatable what you said it's just you know I don't know that it's part of the vernacular maybe like when we were growing up maybe it is more now but it's you know your own worth is so important and I I think I would be right along there with you I wish I would have known that or I wish it would have been like kind of part of like what I was taught is like you're, you what you want matters yeah. it's not it's not not important to pay attention to that stuff um it's so relatable and I think as you said we're not alone in that as women it's we just all I think we all deal with it on some level or, or we've had to deal with it if we're somehow magically past all of it um but yeah it's I think a recurring thing and, and maybe I mean for me it's something I'm I think always will be part of my work mm -hmm. and that's so thank you for sharing your story and 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 that amazing like vulnerability too of of your your personal experience yeah of course like I, there's so much power in like our stories and so i'm like i'm hoping that whoever's listening to this in any way like this is something that like resonates because i know um uh, we all our stories are all unique to us and they're all powerful and if we're willing to like speak it in whatever way it's going to be it's going to be encouraging to some other person even if it wasn't maybe the most joyful thing to experience growing up right but yeah 
here I am today. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. here we are. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Um, well, I know you have a ton of like, really cool things in the works. So I'd love to hear about it and share with, with everyone who's listening. What's, what's going on in their, in your business? Yes, ma'am. So, um, I am, I'm actually like launching that this, this month of an actual like coaching business. Like I've been doing things and doing things, but like, this is like, I'm actually launching it and I'm saying yes to myself and putting it out there. Excuse me. Um, so I have two different types of services that people can do. Um, so I have like a 90 minute intensive, um, which would be a one-time 90 minute session and included that will be, um, the rest of the month we'll have like we'll back and forth boxer accountability um, sessions through that. Um, but really like we're diving in deep right away. Like for example, if you're dealing with people pleasing, we're gonna find the root of whatever is whatever that has happened or what um, why it's taking place and how that's affecting you now. Where you're gonna have a better understanding of who you are, like in um, actual steps moving forward and just it's really empowering and it's really it's a very powerful experience. So um I'm really excited about that. And it's also a cheaper way to work with me if that's something you're wanting. Um, and then also I have um, a three month um, coaching package. And that is like, if maybe you're needing, some people maybe need the 90 minute and we can move on and do the, like their aid. They, they have what they need and they can move from there. But a lot of people do need three months. Three months is something where maybe it's like, I've been doing with this for a really long time and I maybe need a little bit more of the work. We still do the very powerful intense getting to the point in the three months, but it's, it just, it's a lot more involved. And so, um, and I have an affirmation deck that I created and a friend helped me design. And I'm really excited about that. It's like the first baby I've ever created. So this is crazy, but um, that's going to be launching. Um, I'm beginning of August is what I am thinking. So yeah, that is me. If you are wanting at all. So yeah, I'm really excited and I'm really passionate as you can hear. So I am ready to like help people experience breakthrough. Like I needed it for myself. So yeah. You're going to help so many people. Thank you. I just know it. Yeah, I just know it. And I love that you have so many options too. Like the 90 minute, you just need like a, a little, a little kick <laughs> and, and somebody to go alongside you for, for just a bit. And then I love the three month too, like how much accountability and power that must encompass that you're going to offer your clients and, and really just send them out into the world after that three months. Like, yeah, here you go. And I didn't know about the affirmation deck. Oh, I, really? <laughs> I'm so excited about that. You'll definitely have to share with us, you know, when it's, when it's ready to launch so we can support you. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. And of course yeah. I'll, I'll let you know when you get that, but yeah, sure. you better. <laughs> okay, so how can we find you? Um, so I'm really active on Instagram. Like that's like my go-to thing. Like, yeah, I post on TikTok, but don't don't take that. Really, Instagram <laughs> is really like what like my um like the base main source of way I'm like keep doing my stuff and giving out a lot of free content. And so um hopefully even the things that I post is like encouraging enough for you too. So um that is oh, joy rossignol so you should put it in the show notes it's a french last name and it's complicated to say but um it'll be in the notes there but um if you are 
driving maybe and you want to see it now it's j-o-y-r-o-s-s-i-g-n-o-l all lowercase no spaces and that's on instagram so Perfect. Yeah, and we'll definitely keep a link in the notes um, so everybody can grab that easily. And thanks, thanks for spelling it out too for the folks that are on the road. Um, well, this was amazing. I had so many just like aha moments and also felt like just kind of sitting with a friend who's been there and understands and is so relatable. And I just want to thank you so much for your graciousness and your honesty. I just, it just really fills, fills my heart. I know that everyone listening to is going to feel the same way. Of course. I'm anytime. I'm, I really appreciate you letting me be on your show. It's an honor. So of course, absolutely. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll stay in touch and I'm looking for that affirmation de deck when it's ready. And <laughs> thanks joy. Of course. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to third eye on the prize. Got an idea or something to share with Jessica? DM her on Instagram at, at jessicacross.co and let her know what's on your mind. We're so grateful for your support, especially as a small woman-led business. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.